welcome to Author Visits, the podcast where writing is for everyone and writers can be all kinds of ways. I'm your host, Chrissy Wright. I'm a teacher, a writer, and a reader. Each week, I interview a kidlit creator you love. You've heard writing tips from your teacher, but how do real-life authors do things in their everyday writing lives? I ask the honest questions you need to hear the answers to so that you can put real-life writing tips to work in your writing today. Grown-ups are welcome to listen along, but this podcast is for the kids who are going to write us one heck of a future. Writers, today I am so excited to welcome Faith Prey to the podcast. She is the author and illustrator of the recent re-released picture book, The Star Keeper. Faith, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Do you want to introduce yourself and your books to our readers? Sure. I'm Faith Prey, and I live in the Pacific Northwest with two cats and four kids and a husband. And I love to draw and write stories. And my first book, The Star Cape, the first book I wrote um, and illustrated is called The Star Keeper. And it's about a girl who wants to make a difference in the world. And it's about also a lost star who needs the girl to help it shine. Fantastic. Uh, listeners, you might have heard your teacher read this book to you in class as part of the start of your school year. So, Faith, one thing that teachers are also talking to kids a lot about at this time of the year is how writers come up with their ideas. Can you tell us a little bit about how you come up with ideas for your books? I love this question. It's probably my favorite question because I think that ideas come to each one of us in different ways. And so um, I used to homeschool my kids for a while and what I have twins and one of them has tons of ideas all the all the time and my other twin daughter she has a really hard time finding ideas so we started an idea jar um we got a big jar and then we just wrote random uh things and problems and places and we cut them up on pieces of paper and stuck them in the jar so whenever my daughter who Kareth, who who had a hard time getting ideas, whenever she needed help with her writing prompts, she could reach her hand in the jar and grab a couple pieces of paper and put them together for a new story idea. So that's that's one thing that we did for them. But for me personally, um, I think that ideas are are everywhere, but it's kind of hard to find them sometimes. So um, I like to make a practice of being a a wanderer, like a I like to ask questions all the time, and I like to be a noticer. So. When I go outside, I want to know the stories about why things happen. So I I get into the practice of asking why a lot. Like if there is a new cat in our yard, I want to know why he's there. And is he from a neighbor's house or is he from the woods behind our house? And maybe he's maybe he's a stray cat and he needs a family or maybe he already has a family and he's friends with the bears in there or something. So I'm always asking questions like why or how and um it can get kind of annoying for other people in my life because I'm always wondering so I wonder why this happened and my husband's always like it just did but (laughs) I think it's good to ask questions and then I also um besides just the jar of ideas for when it's really hard to find ones um and 
asking why and being a noticer and asking I wonder questions all the time. Um, I also have a practice of daily writing and drawing in my sketchbook. So in my sketchbook, there are little scribbles, or sometimes I'll put down those questions that I have. But for me, uh, drawing, when I'm sort of half thinking and half drawing, is a really good way to find new ideas. So when you are wondering and you come up with a question, you think, hmm, I might want to write more about that, or there might be a story inside this question. How do you keep track of those questions? Well, that's a hard one, um, but I like sticky notes a lot. So um, when I go back over my sketchbook or my journal and I find story ideas that I want to remember, I put a sticky note at the so that it kind of sticks out of that page. And it's not the prettiest look maybe to have lots of sticky notes all over, but it sure helps me remember where my ideas are. And when it's time for you to start a new project, how do you decide which idea you want to work on next? Oh, that's a hard one. But um, this is a good question because um, I have lots of ideas all the time. And sometimes I want to put them all into a story and um, it doesn't work very well because then my story is about way too many characters and way too many problems. Um, So my literary agent uh, helps me sometimes. So I'll give her all my different ideas. (laughs) But a lot of times what I do is I I write down like a summary of each idea, just a really quick summary, maybe like one page where I'll draw a picture of the character and then write a couple comments or or thoughts about what I think would happen. And then um, I show each one of those little pieces of paper to my um, to my agent and say, you know, like, oh, here's all these different ideas. And, And she almost always comes back to me and says, yeah, you could write anything. But which one is coming from your heart? Like, which one touches your heart the most? So for me, that's how I pick which story to work on next is the one that keeps um, tugging at my heart that makes me feel um, curious and excited. Those, That's what, yeah, that's what drives my next decision. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I hear you saying that sometimes before you start, a, before you write a story all the way through, you kind of summarize what it's mostly going to be about. And then you can take those summaries or those ideas of what it's mostly going to be about to another person who you trust. And they can help you think more about which idea feels like a good heart idea for you. That is exactly it. I love the way you put that all into short words because I, I couldn't get it all down like that. I couldn't summarize it, but that's exactly what it is. Yes. No, I love it. Sometimes when I'm trying to figure out how I can try out something that I've learned from another writer, I just try and restate it in my own words so I can understand it. And then I'm ready to try it out too. So writers that. listening, you can do that same thing. <laughs> now in there, I heard you say at one point um, that like that's a hard one. So I'm thinking more about that word hard. And I'm wondering, how do you keep going when writing or drawing is feeling hard to you? I think that is another great question because um, I think all of us are writers and artists and um, the key to becoming one for a job or or just to, to keep going and having stories is to keep working at it and not give up. And that is hard to do because sometimes when your ideas don't make complete sense or your story doesn't seem like it's working just right. It can be really frustrating. And sometimes you do feel a little bit like giving up. So at that point, I think it's a great idea 
I, I mean, this is like for me, I think it's a great idea to just like stand up, walk away, breathe some fresh air, maybe go outside for a quick walk or grab a glass of water or some tea and um, pet the cats, do something that maybe isn't exactly that work. And then um, I think that that can give you a new perspective. So sometimes just stepping away for a minute can help. Other times, looking at it with new eyes. So sometimes I'll sit on the floor, like, okay, so I have a desk, but sometimes I sit on the floor or sometimes I work outside and I just get a blanket and sit outside and do my work. Um, So for me, I think my environment can help me think about things differently. And then another thing that definitely helps is I like to find mentor texts. So books that are similar to what I'm working on, not totally similar because I don't want to like borrow someone else's ideas, but maybe reading a stack of books by other authors or illustrators about my topic or about something that's giving me a hard time will give me, will help like the gears click and I'll go, oh yeah. So what I'm doing is just looking at the way other people solved a problem. And it doesn't mean I'll copy them, but maybe that will inspire me to find my own way back. So, yeah. Awesome. Now you've mentioned two different ways that you learn from others as a writer. You mentioned your agent sometimes helps you think through your process and you mentioned mentor texts. Can you tell us a little bit more about ways that you learn from others in your writing life? Oh, absolutely. I th- I heard someone say that um, artists, uh, well, I'll back up and say, um, like the great masters uh, who did those big paintings in the in, during the Renaissance, like those amazing, super detailed paintings, the way they learned to do what they did was by copying other artists. And so I think um, there's not there's nothing wrong with learning from what other people have done and, and finding what is good for you. And I'm always telling that to my own kids of like, if you want to grow in your art, it, it's great to also look at other people's art just to kind of get an idea of, of what they've done and how to learn from them. Um, specifically, uh, Jennifer Mann, who is an illustrator and author in the Pacific Northwest. She lives on Bainbridge Island. Uh, I heard her say once that she likes to do her art on sometimes or like ideas on a paper that's like scrap paper. Oh, wow. Because, yeah, because then she's not so attached to how it's going to look in the long run, but she'll kind of be able to let go of making it perfect. And I think that's a, such a good idea because I do have a tendency to want to make things perfect. So, I'm trying to work on that for myself because of that great advice to like work on, I have graph paper that I sometimes work on or lined paper or my, or my notebook. So it doesn't have to be like really nice sketch paper when I'm coming up with ideas or stories. So so that's one thing I've learned. And another one is um, the technique of, of writing quick story bites on post-it notes or sticky notes and putting them on a board. And I learned that from an art, designer named Joy Chu and she's great. Anyway, that was a really handy thing. And then one more thing I learned from (laughs) another um, great teacher of mine. Her name's Jolie Steckley. And she uh, encouraged me to make goals for myself every week. And I've always kind of made open goals, like someday I want to do this or that. So when she talked to me, she was saying, you know, it's a good idea to just make a new goal every week for yourself. And so I try to do that now every week to say like this week, I'm going to work on that one story and I'm going to try to figure out 
why that character keeps wearing slippers everywhere. So <laughs> I want to read that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And listeners, uh, I will put links to all the teachers and books that Faith is mentioning in the show notes. So if you want to learn more about any of those authors or teachers or resources, you can check for those things in the show notes. Uh, Faith, I am ending each craft talk episode with a little bit of a speed round. Are you up for it? I am. Okay, I have three questions for you. First question, can you name three different feelings that you experience while writing? Okay, this is good. All right, so um, excitement. And I'm trying to think of the word for challenging. Um, uh, Persistent, I guess. Okay. And curious. Awesome. So I heard you say excitement, persistent, and curious. Those are three different words that you think of about the feelings of writing. Do you have a regular writing spot? And if so, where is it? Um. I have a regular writing spot right now during the summer on my front deck. We have this weird little deck that doesn't make any sense to the house. And I just this summer realized that it would be a perfect writing deck. So in the mornings, I go out there with a cup of something hot and I spend a little while coming up with new ideas. That's my new favorite spot until it gets cold. Yes, it's coming, I'm afraid. (laughs) Uh, Okay, third question. You mentioned some of the places that you go to kind of switch up your routine when you're feeling stuck. Can you tell us some of the places other than your writing spot where you find yourself thinking about your writing? Absolutely. Um, So I like to sit out on my lawn, actually. Sometimes when I'm getting to a point in my day that feels frustrating and I can't sit in a chair at my desk anymore. I like to go outside and breathe some fresh air and sprawl on a blanket in my lawn. And I take my blanket also to the beach um, sometimes and I, so that my kids can play and I can think about writing. Fantastic. Now, Faith, before we sign off, do you want to tell the kids and grownups listening about any other um, upcoming books that you want them to know about? Well, that's kind of fun. Thank you. Um, (laughs) I was thinking about it a little bit when we were talking about process and pushing through um, hard ideas, like trying to work hard and get to the to the end point. And that's kind of fun for me because the book I'm working on right now is called Perfectly Imperfect Mira. And it's coming out in 2022 with Little Brown. And it's about a girl who wants to be good at something, but everybody else is already better. So she has to figure out how to find enjoyment in the process of learning, which is kind of what we all do when we're learning how to write and revise and everything. So I'm kind of excited about that one. Awesome. Yeah, listeners, Faith does a really neat job of sharing little like behind the scenes peaks of her process, especially with her Mira book on her Instagram page. So if you're interested in seeing some of that in action while she's actually making the book in real life, that is one spot where you can go to do it. So speaking of that, Faith, do you want to share with the listeners where they can find you online so they can stay up to date with what you're working on? Oh, definitely. Um, So my website is uh, www.faithpraybooks.com. And then from there, uh, you can find out all kinds of things about my art and my 
books coming up or the books I'm doing. And then I'm also on Instagram. Yes. And listeners, I will put links to Faith's website and her social media handles in the show notes as well. So you can click them right there. Fantastic. Well, Faith, thank you so much for joining us to talk writing today. Thank you so much, Chrissy. This has been such a delight. Awesome. All right, listeners, happy writing. To support the show, please subscribe on your podcatcher of choice and share the show on social media, especially taking a screenshot and sharing on your Instagram stories. Then tag me so I can see it. You can connect with me, Chrissy Wright, on Instagram and Twitter at Chrissy M. Wright and follow the podcast on Instagram at Author Visits Pod. I can't wait to learn with you and happy writing.